0: Hi guys, this is Cliff Knight from Equippers International. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We want to lift up Jesus and provide a place where you can be taught the truth and encouraged in your relationship with him. If you find this podcast helpful, feel free to share it with others. We believe it will be a source of blessing and encouragement and that you'll be strengthened in your relationship with Jesus. International podcast. This is Cliff Knipe, and I'm your host. If you listen along periodically, you know that recently we finished a study through the book of Hebrews, and we did that in May. I think we finished sometime around the middle of May. We took some time off, we had some exciting events in our life as a family. Our middle daughter, Natalie, was married in June. In Texas and Stephanie and I were in America for a few weeks, but now we're back in our home in Italy and we're going to be spending a good part of the summer here before some travels toward the end of the year. We're going to start a new study on the podcast. We're going to study the book of Romans together. I've had some people ask me to do the book of Romans for a while now, and so today we're going to start. I don't know how long it's going to take us. Similar to the study through the book of Hebrews, we'll just be going verse by verse, and I don't really have a preset agenda in these studies. I just read along in the book. I trust that if you join me on a regular basis that you'll read along in the book as well and together we'll journey. I try to do a little bit of teaching in every episode, giving some insight into the actual text and then I try to draw some application and comment on some devotional levels to help us along in our journey with the Lord. So I hope it's a blessing for you. I'm looking forward to doing it together. Well, the book of Romans is a pretty big assignment. Um, It's one of Paul's greatest works of all the epistles that he wrote to the churches. I always remember when I was in Bible school years ago, some stories we heard about the book of Romans. One that stood out the most is the reformer uh, Martin Luther said that to be a real serious Christian, you probably should commit the book of Romans to memory. Well, I haven't done that and probably neither have you, but I think what uh, Martin Luther was getting after was that the book of Romans was just super important to our understanding of the Christian life and of the gospel. I know that there have been other people that have devoted a large part of their ministries for decades to the book of Romans. Uh, Martin Lloyd-Jones was a preacher in England for many years, and I think he preached to the book of Romans over 30 years and has a commentary, I think it's over 20 volumes long. So needless to say, there's plenty to say in and about the book of Romans. But what I'm going to do in this episode today is I'm just going to kick us off with some background information just kind of setting everything in context that's something that i like to do when i approach the word of god realizing that the scriptures were not written in a vacuum they were written to specific people at a specific time with a specific purpose and i think one of the disciplines that we have to use in our approach to scripture is that we recognize and respect the fact that the scriptures were written in this manner. Now, I know that you can have a very devotional approach to Scripture, and you can open your Bible to any given page at any given time and be encouraged by the Spirit quickening a truth or a passage to you, and there's nothing wrong with treating the Bible that way, but I think if we're going to really get the full impact and benefit from what God's trying to communicate through the Word of God, then it takes a little more discipline and a little more uh, intentional approach to the Scriptures than just what I call the the inspired finger approach where we open the Bible and put our finger on the page and just read a scripture. Let's talk about the book of Romans. Well, first of all, we know that the apostle Paul is the author. He says so in the very first verse of the book, and there's no reason to really question the authorship of the book of Romans. We know that it was probably written sometime around 56 or early 57 A.D., We see in the book of Acts, in chapter 18, the first couple of verses there, that Paul finds a couple called Aquila and Priscilla in Corinth during his ministry. This couple is originally from Rome, and they had been expelled from Rome because of an edict by the emperor at that time, Claudius. He had commanded that all Jews must leave Rome. Early church historians date this edict sometime around 49 AD. We know that Claudius reigned until the end of 54. Paul stays in Corinth. He builds a relationship with Priscilla and Aquila. They go on and travel to Ephesus with Paul, and he leaves Priscilla and Aquila there, and he goes back to Antioch, and then he begins his journey throughout Galatia and eventually ends up back in Ephesus. And we know that Paul stays in Ephesus for at least two years. And during that time, Paul writes the book of 1 Corinthians. In that book, at the end in chapter 16, he refers to Aquila and Priscilla And so we know that during this time, Claudius dies, and the edict for the Jews to leave Rome has been lifted. So most likely, Priscilla and Aquila headed back home, seeing that they were from Rome and never really wanted to probably leave in the first place. But God did use that event for them to meet Paul and to become significant co-laborers with him in the work. And so Paul went through Macedonia, and he ultimately came to Greece, where he spends three months in the city of Corinth. It's probably while he was in Corinth that he wrote Romans. And at the end of the book, he greets Priscilla and Aquila and the church that meets there in their home. So they're obviously back in Rome, and Paul is aware of them being there. So, what is the context of the book of Romans? Most likely, and this is somewhat of a conjecture, but I think it's probably pretty accurate to the historical situation, the church in Rome primarily had become a Gentile church. Obviously, the first believers in Rome probably were Jews, Jews that had gone out because of the persecution in Jerusalem during the first probably 10 years of Christianity And we know from the book of Acts that that persecution broke out primarily at the hands of Saul, Paul, before he became a Christian. Remember the stoning of Stephen there in the book of Acts. And so many people left Jerusalem and went out throughout the countryside and that's what we refer to as the Diaspora. And they went out and they began churches throughout the Diaspora. And finally the church was planted in Rome. Paul was not responsible for planting the church. It was already a hell and vibrant fellowship there in the city of Rome. And there were probably Greeks that had been added to the fellowship as well. So we have this Jewish and Gentile church in Rome. But when the Jews had been expelled from Rome under Claudius' edict, it became an exclusively Gentile fellowship. And then when the Jews came back to Rome, they had to reintegrate in the church in Rome. So it gives us a little bit of insight into what was happening in the church in Rome, and it's going to give rise to Paul's comments throughout the book, especially in chapters 9, 10, and 11 when he goes into a very lengthy discussion about Israel and the Jews and their relationship to the Gentiles. There's probably some historical reason for this. We don't have a lot of details, But that gives a little bit of insight to why Paul would go into so much detail in that regard. So that gives us a little bit of background into the actual book. And we're going to launch out into the text next episode. There are some very special characteristics to the book of Romans that stand out. There's a lot of what many scholars think of as systematic theology. I'm not nearly inclined to make it that strict of an observation. Paul does deal with a lot of very heavy themes like sin and salvation and grace and faith and righteousness and justification and sanctification and redemption and the resurrection and many many things. He uses uh, the Old Testament extensively throughout the book of Romans, so there's a lot to be um, a lot to be noticed here in the book. But that gives a bit of a background overview to approaching the book. So when we We get into the text tomorrow. You'll have a little more understanding of uh, the background of the book and what the occasion of the book was. All we know is that Paul wanted desperately to go to Rome. He ultimately wanted to go to Spain. He wanted to pass through Rome and to be blessed and supported by the church in Rome before he went to Spain. We don't have uh, definite historical details on whether he actually made it to Spain or not, but we do know that he made it to Rome. We know that he ultimately dies in Rome. He's imprisoned there and ultimately is beheaded under the reign of the Emperor Nero. But that gives us a bit of background. And so tomorrow we'll launch into the text. So as always, just be blessed, be strong and courageous, and love Jesus more.